Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If you want to send me an email, it's Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show, 800-263-2428 on the Chorus Radio Network is the number to call. So your reaction to what you heard from uh, the Prime Minister when Bill Kelly asked him those two particular questions. We have another question to answer we're going to play back for you a little later. Don is in Vancouver. Hey, Don, thank you for the call. Please go ahead. Oh, hi, Roy. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a sort of a question connected to this commentary about uh, Omar Cotter. Yes. I've heard in the environs of a Canadian Legion this comment being made. Now, this is, I don't personally know this is true, but I've heard it on two different occasions. What I've heard is that uh, in July 2002, 2002, when Omar Cotter uncorked their grenade, mm-hmm. the Canadian, prior to that, Canadian special forces were in Afghanistan. And that, you know, in theory, they could have been there with the Americans. In other words, native-born, uh, Canadian-born Omar Cotter could mm-hmm. have been uncorking a grenade mm-hmm. in the direction of Canadian soldiers. Well, definitely, if the Canadians had been there instead of the Americans, it would have been a firefight with Canadians. Similarly, the ISIS terrorists he's allowing back into the country, Trudeau, without any, uh, with any, uh, any real investigation or, or going after a, a prison sentence if they violated Canadian law by joining a terrorist group, which is, which is uh, by the way, a violation of the criminal code. Uh, yeah, no question that uh, Canadians could have been involved in a firefight with, uh, with ISIS and with Cotter. And the commentary, the other commentary connected to that is, is that, you know, apparently the Canadian government, this is supposed to be a secret. They're not supposed to be talking about. Who isn't? That, that uh, the Canadian forces were there that early. Oh, well. So I don't know. I mean, this to uh, me is yeah. just something I've heard indirect. Yeah. I don't personally know this. Well, maybe we should, maybe we should stick with things we know, eh, Don? More, covering up more than we know. It's a good conversation, but when we... When we, we should stick with things we know, it's good conversation, but it's not, un, uh, not unusual or not un, impossible for special forces units to be in before the regular forces units go in. I think that's probably reasonably standard. Lisa Pileski is a news reporter, news anchor on 900 CHML in Hamilton. She also flies this airplane during, the, uh, during this program. And uh, Lisa attended Mr. Trudeau's Town Hall on Wednesday at McMaster University. Lisa, what did uh, what stood out to you? What did, what are you going to take away from that? Um, I mean, he was certainly really good at shutting down those hecklers. Uh, I don't know if uh, he was prepared for that because we have seen hecklers at, uh, at every one of these town halls, I believe, so far. Um, but he uh, he took a fair. I thought he took a fair balance of uh, questions. There were people who were certainly critical. Um, but you obviously did see more of a young crowd there because it's a university. So um, I guess what some people who are maybe critical of Trudeau would say, he didn't take enough critical questions. Did, did you did you get a sense that were you, were you satisfied with what you got? Were you satisfied with the overall 
experience. I was a little disappointed he didn't take more questions. Um, the event did start late because it took a long time to get everyone seated. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was an issue. Um, I would have liked to hear uh, a wider variety of questions. Um, I uh, I am interested in the environment, so I was hoping to maybe someone would maybe ask about that. No yeah, one really did. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was kind of, sh- of a shame that the hecklers got in there and... Uh, uh, really took time away from important questions. There was a question about um, the handling of uh, uh, indigenous rights, and I, I knew that someone was screaming over that, so I didn't really get to hear what uh, his response. In yeah, the- well, some sometimes people want a question answered, and they're going to get it in one way or another. Oh, and that's I, true. <laughs> I don't know that, that you know. I think heckling is when you're insulting somebody, but uh, I I might be inclined to jump in and, and ask a question out of turn, but. It's more important how you feel, what you came away with, and what your level of satisfaction was. But it just seemed to be a little bit too narrow a range of of issues and questions, eh? I would agree with that, yeah. And I wish he had allotted more time for it because I think there was a lot of people, there were people disappointed that they didn't get to be heard from. Yeah, that's too bad, yeah. Yeah, this is supposed to be, he's supposed to be hearing from as many Canadians as he can on these tours. So I think maybe he should have uh, allowed for a little more time. Yeah, most politicians have an agenda when they do these kinds of things. They're in the door. They do what they do when they leave. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, thanks very much. I remember when uh, Jean Chrétien was in the... I say that, eh? Jean Chrétien. When he was in this studio in 1993, before the election, and he looked at the clock, and we were 20 seconds away from the top of the hour, and he knew that I had to break at the top of the hour. And he he looked at the clock, and he looked at me, and he talked all the way right up to where the second hand hit the 12, and the minute hand hit that 12, and the hour hand hit the 12, and I had to break... And then he looked at me when the mics were off, and he said, not bad, eh? And I had been manipulated. Bill is in Toronto. Bill, thank you for the call. Hey, what a great show, as always. Thank you, sir. Uh, what, what's with the hotter, hotter, the way he pronounces that? Like, it, has he met privately with uh, Omar Cotter to get the proper pronunciation done? Is that like code speak to the... Uh, no, I, I, I suspect, I, I noticed that too, but I suspect that... He was told, or he knows that's the proper pronunciation for the for the name, and so that's what he used. Well, I know. I knew the people would jump on that, and I did too right away. I thought, "Wow, that's uh, you know, that's the correct way to say it." But that's not how it's normally um, uh, said in in conversation or even in media. Well, it's kind of a dog whistle thing for me, but yeah. uh, this guy strikes me. You know, he's the Prime Minister. He's Benedict Arnold is what he is. He seems to be in the terrorist, uh, extreme, extremist Muslim uh, side. All right. Thank you, Bill. We spoke last weekend with Tom Quiggin, who wrote the book Submission. And uh, Mr. Quiggin did not for a moment suggest that Mr. Trudeau was in cahoots with anyone. But there are some interesting questions I'd like to ask Mr. Trudeau based on Tom Quiggin's book. Also, it was very disturbing the fact that when he talked about ISIS individuals, terrorists coming to Canada, uh, Trudeau rattled on about that Canada's well protected and that nobody in the auditorium was in any danger. Nobody, nobody at that auditorium was unaware of the atrocities and the genocidal acts of ISIS. And yet Trudeau made this lighthearted defense of his allowing ISIS individuals into the country. And then he got a round of applause, and that really troubled me. Anything that has to do with ISIS, you applaud them? You've been under a rock for a while. John is in Calgary. How are you, John? 
Doing well, Roy. Just wanted to make a couple quick comments in regards to the Omar Qadar. Yeah, and I got, I've got 30 seconds. Go ahead, please. I was pretty disappointed as a Canadian that this happened, but in order to prevent this in the future, the government needs to make changes so that if one chooses to go and fight overseas for a terrorist organization or an extremist group, you automatically lose your rights as a Canadian. We need to focus on protecting Canadians' rights and making sure Canadians are safe, and by promoting him and helping him, that does not help Canadians. All right, John, I appreciate the call. Mr. Trudeau, remember, changed or got rid of Bill C-24 and uh, passed Bill C-6, which no longer allows a convicted terrorist to lose his or her Canadian citizenship if they are dual citizens. When we come back, Spencer Fernando, more of your calls as well in the next half hour, but we'll speak with Spencer Fernando about something he posted, which has to do with a Liberal MP in St. Catharines, Ontario. Stay with us.